0: Hello everyone and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host, Tyler Calhoun, here, and over the weekend we had the last Big summer movie release with Thor Love and Thunder. How did that do domestically and worldwide? I'll go over all of that, as well as news from Hollywood. Let's talk about the domestic top five first. Opening in first place, shocking I know, is Thor Love and Thunder with 143 million. Dropping in second place is Minions: The Rise of Gru with 45.5 million, for a total of 210 million. Third place was Top Gun: Maverick with 15.5 million, for a total of 597.4 million. In fourth place was Elvis with 11 million, for a total of 91.1 million. Lastly, in fifth place was Jurassic World: Dominion with 8.4 million, for a total of 350.3 million. Now, the opening numbers for Thor Love and Thunder are interesting. On paper, it is the best opening for a Thor movie yet, however, this is another Marvel film with a less than great reviews, with a Rotten Tomato score of 60 percent and it also got a B-plus cinema score, same as Doctor Strange. So while the opening is pretty good, word is getting out that it's not amazing and might not be worth a watch. Personally, having seen the film, it's okay, but not as good as Ragnarok and it moved too quickly. With what happens in the film, it could have easily had another 10-15 minutes to breathe and pace it better. Uh, The one benefit this film has, though, is basically the rest of July is free uh, to itself, besides Jordan Peele's nope at the end of July, but its first real competition is Bullet Train at the beginning of August. But I will say for Marvel Studios and Disney, while they are still making a good amount of money with the Phase 4 films, the critical and audience reception has become pretty mixed compared to Phase 3, Where most films were loved. That's something they're gonna have to try and fix uh, and course correct soon. For the other films at the box office, Elvis is definitely gonna pass 100 million domestic and could even finish above 120 million. Top Gun Maverick will also hit 600 million, but at this point, 700 million seems unlikely. I could see it stopping around 650 million. Minions is still holding strong as well and will finish with at least 300 million domestically. Possibly even 350 million. In China, staying in first place is Lighting Up the Stars with 27.8 million for a total of 177.4 million. Opening in second place is a crime film called Detectives vs. Sleuths, 22.6 million. Third place was Jurassic World Dominion with 6.3 million for a total of 144.3 million. And fourth place was Octonauts and the Caves of Sacankdom, which made 2.6 million. In its opening, um, it should be noted though for the film, it's a bit weird. It opens on Saturday, not Friday, but had previews beforehand. So while the weekend total was 2.6 million, the current total is actually 5.9 million. Lastly, in 5th place was One Week Friends with 540,000 for a total of 17.6 million. The Chinese box office is still working its way back to normalcy, as now 85% of the cinemas around the country are open. With more opening back up in shanghai right now the releases of chinese movies continue to line up with no big delays but no word on what the next hollywood release will be now let's look at worldwide numbers thor love and thunder opened around the world over the weekend in 47 markets making 159 million for a worldwide opening weekend of 302 million without china that is a strong worldwide start And the film will easily finish with at least 600 million, possibly 700 million worldwide. But if word of mouth is mixed around the world, as it is domestically, uh, I don't see this hitting a billion. And will likely finish under Doctor Strange. Minions: The Rise of Gru made another 56.4 million, for a worldwide total of 399.9 million. Something to note about Minions: With this weekend's total, the overall Despicable Me franchise combined has now made four. Billion worldwide, it has been the biggest animated franchise for a while now. But now it's a four billion dollar franchise with likely no chance of it stopping anytime soon. Top Gun: Maverick made 23 million for a worldwide total of 1.18 billion so far. At this rate, it will pass 1.2 billion sometime in the next week. Jurassic World Dominion made 15.5 million for a total of 876.5 million. This film is going to end up like Doc Strange. Uh, it can pass 900 million but will not make it to a billion worldwide. I'm going to have to check, is this the first year where two films will finish in the $900 million range worldwide? Elvis made $8.7 million for a worldwide total of $155.1 million. Lightyear is at $204.5 million, and The Black Phone is at $100 million worldwide, respectively. Moving on to news in Hollywood, we got some release dates, some new, some changed. We go to Warner Brothers first, where they're moving Salem's lot from this September to April 23rd, 2023. Deadline is reporting that the reason for the delay is due to post-production issues thanks to COVID. This makes sense, as quite a few films have been delayed due to unfinished CGI or other post-production delays due to COVID, like Adam being another one. Still, this makes a somewhat empty September even emptier. Taking its spot is another horror movie called Barbarian, starring Bill Skarsgård. It's a film from 20th Century Studios, so Disney will be distributing it. In other release date moves, Warner Brothers pulled two films from its schedule. The Last Train to New York, which was set to come out next April, is now no longer on the calendar. And for HBO Max, a film called House Party, which was set to be released on July 28th, was also pulled. For House Party, I wonder if they're thinking about selling the film to another streamer or put it on VOD. Since that was going to come out in two weeks, you would think that would be done but no word on it yet. If you're looking for something to watch in theaters in September, then you might want to see Moon Moon Age Daydream. This is a documentary on David Bowie, approved by his estate, and is made by Brett Morgan. The film is being distributed by both Neon and Universal Pictures Content Group. Neon will distribute it domestically, while Universal will distribute internationally. The documentary will be released in theaters around the world September 16th, Unless you are in Japan where you'll have to wait until March of next year. Also now moving up earlier in September is See How They Run, which has been moved up and will now also be released September 16th. This is the mystery film from Searchlight. Sony also had a release date change for one of their films, Devotion, which is about a US fighter pilots during the Korean War. It was originally set to be released in October, but will now be released November twenty-third for the Thanksgiving period. It will open up against Disney's newest animated film, *Strange World*. This is a smart move, as so it would likely been hurt by the release of *Black Adam*. And while there are more films being released around Thanksgiving, there is it can try and find its own market. And uh, again, taking away, you know, *Black Panther* and *Strange World*, I think there's easily a spot for like a third movie to make some money. *Devotion* could be it. While not much news right now, we did get confirmation that there are early talks of a *Top Gun* three. Miles Teller has said that he and Tom Cruise have already talked about a potential third film, but admitted that it really comes down to if Cruise wants to do it or not. That's not surprising, but good to get confirmation that they're actually talking about it. Will it actually happen? I'm not sure. Paramount would clearly love for it to happen, and if it did, it would not be for another three to four years. But it really is up to Tom Cruise if he wants to go through all that work again. It's not clear after Mission Impossible Elite what he wants to do in his career uh, besides do the movie in space. Deadline has the exclusive on this, and that is a new musical biopic is now in development. Studio Canal is moving forward with a biopic of Amy Winehouse, with a script written by Matt Greenahan and directed by Sam Taylor-Johnson, who directed the Fifty Shades films. The film does have the backing of the Winehouse estate, and the studio will be looking for who would be playing the singer in the coming weeks. I would assume that since Studio Canal is making it, that Universal will distribute it. But that was not mentioned in the article. I think if done right, an Amy Winehouse movie could do well. Her life was tragically cut short, and she did make some good music, so the elements are there for a great movie. Sadly, we have another Death in Hollywood to report on this week. Monty Norman passed away at the age of 94. You might not have heard of him, but you know of his work, most famously the 007 theme. It was first used in Dr. No back in 1963, and has been synonymous with the character since. Rest in peace, Mr. Norman, and condolences to his family. Marvel Studios is moving forward on a Captain America 4. By now having found its director, Deadline is reporting that Julia Sona has signed on to direct the film. He has previously directed Luce and A Cloverfield Paradox. I haven't seen Luce, but considering how Cloverfield Paradox was handled, I think he gets a pass on that one. Besides that, nothing else has been announced about the film, though we might get something soon at Comic-Con. We start off VOD Premium with Disney making deals for more Asian content for their streaming platforms, uh, including content from BTS. The Asia-Pacific division of the company has reached an agreement with HYBE Corporation from South Korea for five titles to come to Disney+. This includes BTS Permission at Dance, which is a 4K recording of a concert they did in Los Angeles last year. A series that focuses on the rise of the band called BTS Moments Beyond the Star. There is also a travel reality show called In the Soup Friendication, which stars V from the band. No release date has been set for the three things announced so far, and no word yet on what the other two titles will be. While not making a big deal about it yet, Disney has been pushing to either buy or produce more content from Asia. Right now their biggest show from Asia is Snowdrop, which is also from South Korea, and this content deal would build on top of that. Even going back to last year, the company did announce that by 2023 they did want to greenlight 50 original shows from Asia-Pacific region, so they have work to do. Paramount Plus might have only been in the UK for a few weeks, but does that mean they have only just begun investing in the UK? The Aligned is reporting that Paramount Plus has greenlit 13 UK shows from January to May of this year, second place right behind Netflix, which greenlit 16. This is over double third place, which was... Disney with six. Now right now, this does not mean a lot of new shows that people will be talking about as eight of them are documentary series. Now right now, this does not mean a lot of new shows that people will be talking about as eight of them are documentary series. Still, at least for me, some of these do sound interesting, like the one on Premier League Billionaire Owners being produced by David Beckham's Studio 99. Personally, I'm a fan of content from the UK, mostly the Dramas and comedies, so if more of them are getting produced thanks to streaming services, needing more content, I ain't complaining. Finally, we wrap up Netflix releasing a trailer for their big film for August called Day Shift. Set in LA, Jamie Foxx needs to hunt vampires to make money, and it also stars Snoop Dogg and Dave Franco. Based on the trailer, it's going for an action comedy tone with a bit of horror. If they can nail that, then I think it'll be a solid movie. Nothing crazy, but something entertaining to watch. Comes out August 12th. And that'll be it for this episode of Box Office Receipts. Question for the episode is, with the release date changes in September and October, what are you looking forward to watching in theaters, if anything? Let me know on Facebook, link to the pages in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.